Good morning, everybody. How are you? Great to see you this morning. Hey, uh, before we jump into the word, uh, we've got Garrett County's Teacher of the Year, Amy Beeman, here today. Give her a big hand. I don't know where she's at. I saw her earlier, but uh, we're blessed with uh, many, many folks making a difference here in our public education system in our county. Well, this morning we are continuing our series called From This Day Forward, uh, in which we've been focusing on our relationships. Now, I know uh, not everyone in here is married, so we're trying to give you a little bit of something for, you know, whether you're single, married, Wondering why you got married, divorced, singled again, separated. I mean, all those different things. You know, we're all kind of in a different spot here. So uh, today we are going to focus uh, pretty much on this relationship, a long-term relationship of marriage. But we're going to have some more content coming out this week for the singles as well. So make sure you stay tuned to all of our social media channels for that. I am not a marriage counselor, um, but I have found myself talking to many, many couples over the years, many, many couples over the years, and often you will hear things like this. One spouse will say, you know what, I love my husband, but I'm just not in love with him anymore. Or the, the man will say, you know what, I'm, I'm married to a good woman, she's, she's a great mother, she's even a good wife, but I'm really just not in love with her anymore. Something has changed. And I have found over just talking to probably hundreds now of couples is, is there could be a lot of different reasons for that. But really what most of them are saying is this. Our marriage is no longer fun. That's, that's what they're saying. Our, our marriage is just, it's no longer fun. Now, at first glance, someone might reply, now, wait a minute, is marriage really supposed to be fun? <laughs> you, you just need to grow up and adjust your expectations, big boy. How many might give a little tough love like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. But, but remember, <laughs> God designed marriage, and the more I study the Bible, I can see that he intended it to be a relationship filled with joy. That's, it. That's his design. He's the one who brought us together to, to do life together. And within this design, he intended us to have much joy in our lives together. Let's think about it this way. When most couples begin a dating relationship, that relationship is built on fun. Right? You do things that you enjoy together. And fun is a big reason that you find the other person attractive. Fun is attractive. You can take two reasonably attractive people, stand them side by side, and if one smiles and the other one frowns, the, the person with the smile, they go up about 100 points on the attractometer. Why? We are, we're attracted to fun. A smile says, I'm fun, and we like that. People don't fall in love having a bad time. Right? Like, it was just like, well, hey, how'd your date go with Susie the other night? Well, you know, we met for dinner, but she didn't really want to eat because she was so upset about what's going on in her job. 
Really? Well, did you did you eat? Yeah, I ordered the uh, steak and shrimp, but she just complained about her boss all night. She kept looking at her phone because one of her co-workers, they don't like her boss either. They're going back and forth. Finally, she got so upset, she got angry. She left the meal, and I was there alone. And, and you know what? I think I'm falling in love with that girl. <laughs> that don't happen. Susie sounds awful. Somebody say Amen. When we fall in love with someone, we do it by doing things we enjoy. And here's the deal. Fun is not supposed to end at marriage. Fun is not supposed to end at marriage. Some of us build our dating relationship on fun, but the moment we say, I do, we also say, I used to and I don't anymore. That's the end of our fun. But it's not supposed to be that way. Let's open up the Bible, Proverbs chapter 5. Let's go to Proverbs 5 and verse 15. Talking about romance, talking about relationship. That's the, the context of this, talking about marriage. Proverbs 5 and verse 15. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad and streams of water in the streets? What are you talking about? Well, keep reading. Verse 17. Let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. This is some instruction about marriage and romance. And it says rejoice with the wife of your youth. Rejoice. We could say this. Rejoice. We could say, find joy over and over and over again with the wife of your youth. That means the things you did when you were young, the things that were fun, the things you did to fall in love, do those things over and over and over again. The older we get, we don't have to become dry and stale and crusty and bitter and boring. Come on, somebody. It means the things you did when you were young, the wife of your youth. Those things, do them again. Rejoice, find joy again in your marriage relationship. God designed marriage to be a place of great joy. It's not just something we endure. I was doing a little research about weddings in the Bible. And do you know in, in Bible days, the average wedding would last about seven days. Seven days. We, we put a, a bunch of time and money and planning and resources in to a, a, a wedding that lasts about 30 minutes and then a reception that will last a few hours. But in Bible days, they, 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 they were just celebrating for seven days. No wonder they ran out of wine, right? I mean, that was a long party. And if you think about it, Jesus' first miracle was where? It was at a wedding. He wanted to make sure that that, that celebration, you know, didn't go dim. And, and, and so they kept the party going for seven days. Marriage is a big deal. God created it to be celebrated. Then in the Old Testament, we find marriage instructions like this. Look at Deuteronomy 24 and verse 5 with me. When a man has taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war or be charged with any business. He shall, watch this now, be free at home one year. What? He shouldn't go to work. He shouldn't go out to war. But he should be free at home for one year. Why? And look at the next part of the verse. And bring happiness to his wife whom he has taken. 
wow, this is a one-year honeymoon. Patty and I had two days in Baltimore. Baby, we got some catching up to do. <laughs> got 363 more days. <laughs> but do you see the high value that God is placing on marriage and enjoying it? And again, it's not something to be <laughs> endured. <laughs> Something to be enjoyed. Now, a one-year honeymoon is probably not practical in our current culture. It's probably not practical for most of us. But the idea behind it is, is that marriage is a big deal. It should be celebrated. Now, if we're going to enjoy our marriages, we got to be serious about the fun factor in our lives. Some people say, that doesn't sound spiritual. It's very spiritual. Some Christians need to understand that fun is not a sin. You know that heaven itself is compared to a wedding feast. The first meal that we're going to have in heaven all together is going to be called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And we know that heaven is full of joy. Let's do a little uh, uh, reflection right now. Ask yourself this question. If you're in a relationship right now, all right, here's what I want you to do. we got to be careful, okay? got to be careful. If you're here and you're in a relationship with someone right now and that person is with you right now, I want you to look straight at me. <laughs> Do not look at them, okay? Focus, laser focus, okay? I want you to ask yourself this question silently. Men, I know sometimes things slip out without us thinking. Do not speak. Is your relationship fun? Well, if you're going to answer, you better say yes. Do you enjoy being with your significant other? Just think about it. Now, this question is for everyone, whether you're single, divorced, whatever, okay? Doesn't matter. It's for everyone. Ask yourself this. Am I a fun person? Do I enjoy having fun? What's my attitude like? Do I smile much? Some of us don't have to worry about laugh lines because we don't laugh. <laughs> Pastor, this is, I thought you were going to preach the Bible. I am. Psalm 1611 says that in God's presence is fullness of joy. What's your presence like? Do you have any joy? Let's think about this logically. If we are filled with his presence, which is the fullness of joy, then his presence ought to overflow out of us into our relationships, and we ought to live in some joy-filled homes. We ought to smile. We ought to laugh. We ought to be the happiest people on the planet. Not because we're trying to hype ourselves up. Not because we're trying to make something up. The Prince of Peace, the Lord of Glory is on the inside of us. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Some of y'all, you got the Eeyore Syndrome and you're just mad at me right now. I'm trying to help you. All right, if God so designed our relationships to be places of joy, then how come joy seems to fade so quickly? Well, one of the things that happens is life. 
Life happens. <laughs> and the responsibilities of life begin to suffocate our joy. There are bills to be paid. There are clothes to be washed. We have a laundry room in the lower level of our house that Patty affectionately calls the dungeon. She spends a lot of time in the dungeon. I'll come home from work and I'll say, where's mom? And the kids will say, she's in the dungeon. Do you know how, many, how much laundry seven people create in just one day? It's a lot of laundry. So bills need to be paid, clothes need to be washed, Chris needs to harvest his dandelions, kids need to be taxied, lunches need to be packed, you know, all that stuff. Debts need to be managed. And what happens is we, 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 we start to just get weighed down the, with the responsibilities of life. And where we used to look at our partner and see fun, now we look at them and we see laundry. Where we used to think of them and smile, now we think of them and we stress. Where you used to think of them and, and, and see romance, now you see them and you think about responsibility. So what, what's the answer then? Well, as good stewards of life, we have to take care of our responsibilities, don't we? Got to do it, right? You got to manage what God has blessed you with. You got to manage the laundry. You got to do all that. You got to take care of the kids. So we need to get her done, <laughs> But we also need to be intentional about creating room for rejoicing or finding joy again with our spouse. I've got a couple of couples this morning who are going to come up and help us with the last part of this sermon. So uh, I think it's the Brandos and the McCloskeys here in this 9 a.m. service. Why don't you all come on up and guys, let's get them set up. I want to read you a scripture here as they get set up in Ecclesiastes 9. And verse 9, Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 9 says this, Live joyfully with the wife whom you love all the days of your life in which he has given you under the sun all your days of vanity. For that, the joy of living and loving your wife, that is your portion in life and in the labor which you perform under the sun. Do you realize that God's first act of pleasure was to give Adam a wife? God enjoys blessing marriages, and he wants to bless yours with joy and laughter and romance and just plain old fun. Come on out, guys. Take your seats here. So would you welcome the McCloskeys? Is, is your wife joining? Hey, there she is. There she is. We need to give you all some microphones. Here you go. There you go, Mama Eunice. Thank you, sir. All right. So we have compiled an expert panel on fun. I know these two couples fairly well, and uh, sometimes we even have fun together. So I'm going to start over here. <laughs> now, listen. Hey, when you go to talk, keep the mic right up there so everybody can hear you. How's that? Very That's good. pretty good. Daniel will get you all set up. So Rick and Sharon, tell us, how long have you been married? We've been married 50 years. 50 years. 50 years. Same for you, Sharon? Yeah. <laughs> it might feel a little longer, but I think 50 is good, yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about your family. How many kiddos you have? We have two sons. We have six grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Awesome. Yes. God has blessed you. pretty busy. Yes. yes. Three of them are here today up in Kids Church. 
Fantastic. Yes. So, yeah, you're bringing great-grandkids to, great grandkids, yes. to church. Yes. So if you see Rick holding hands with uh, little kiddos, he's usually the leading them to yeah. donuts. Yeah, donuts. Still and then a donut in the other hand. Yes. Yep. Awesome. That's very good. Sharon, tell us, what are some of the things that you all have done over these 50 years of marriage to keep rejoicing, to keep having fun and being intentional about it in your marriage? Well, I think the first thing that we found out a long time ago was we needed Christ in our life. That, to me, that, that's that inner joy that we as humans don't necessarily have, but Christ will instill that into your heart. So that makes you look at your spouse a little different. So I'm looking at Rick a little differently than I did when we met and now there's different things that we do that help make it fun. I mean, it is funny with all the children, and like you said, we've been blessed with two sons and our grandchildren. We've been fortunate to be in their lives. That has kept us busy and kept us young. But with all of that being said, when they're all there and they all go, we will sit, we will listen. And what do you say, Rick? Hey, do you hear anything? We listen, it's quiet, and we just, we enjoy that. It is. And it does. It makes a difference. Amen. Amen. (laughs) But I think the things that uh, we did younger has changed now that we're older. Now, I was not raised riding a motorcycle. I didn't even have a two-wheel bike. We didn't have the money to have a two-wheel bike. So Rick decides that he needs a Harley Davidson. Uh Uh-huh. So he said, you'll love it. You'll love it. I'd never been on a motorcycle. I didn't know if I was going to love it or not. He assured me that I would. So um, his dad had one and several in the family. So he says, come on, let's go for a ride. We went out for a ride. I love it. I love it. Whenever that bike starts up, he better hope that I can jump on before he leaves. She's on the back. Yeah. (laughs) I've only got out once without her. But that brings us joy. We have the best time on that motorcycle. And we have uh, earphones, and we can talk back and forth to each other. A little too much sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how... The, the man's headset, it doesn't work a lot of times, does yeah, it? Yeah, you, you, yeah. Can't, you can't hear things. No, no, that's true. Neither do their ears. <laughs> but that's one thing. There's different things that we do together that he may not have thought was fun. I may not have thought was fun. But we tried it because I love him that much. Let's give that a try. He enjoys it. Let's see if I enjoy it. He does the same with me. It's something that I really love. He'll say, okay, I'll try. (laughs) Charlie knows. So those kind of things have brought us joy where he kind of pulls over to my side. I pull to his side. And like we like to go to uh, antique cars and just look at the cars. Well, how boring did I think that was as a teenager? Very (laughs) so we do that she's talking be quiet (laughs) it's okay June can talk Charlie this thing is breaking down (laughs) 
that's just a couple of things. I mean, you got to give and take it from the get-go. I mean, we used to do other things, but like go roller skating, man, I don't want to do that anymore. I'll break something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a hip. A hip. Well, one thing I've noticed about you two is, is you have fun no matter what you're doing. So if you come by the church because you're heading to Oakland to run errands and something, you're together, you're laughing, you're happy, you're joking. Or in West Virginia, we call you're cutting up. You know, yeah. I mean, you just, you're just exactly. always enjoying one another. And I think, Sharon, you hit the nail on the head when you started us off and you talked about the spiritual aspect of things. If we look at one another, it's just, okay, you're a bank, and I'm going to continually withdraw from you and try to have all of my needs met from you. That is impossible. That is impossible. But if you look at, at your husband as, as someone who is loved by God, saved by God, redeemed by God, and you know that you're going to lay your life down for him and he's laying his life down for you, but Jesus exactly. is in the middle, then that changes the entire conversation. So Your, your priorities, like in our marriage, what really give it a boost was when we got our priorities straight. God, your spouse, family, and then your work. And that really brought it around. It did. And I do pray a lot sometimes. I do. Oh, yeah, y'all be me. <laughs> okay, moving right along, we've got Charlie and June McCloskey yes. with us today. <laughs> How long have you guys been married? It'll be 26 years in September. 26 years. Woo! Tell us a little bit about your family for those who don't know you. How many well, kids, grandkids? We have, we have three children, Joe and Nicole and Samantha, who's in heaven. And then uh, Dalton and Nicole are married. Dalton's our son-in-law, and we have two grandkids, uh, Easton and Carson. Awesome. Now, so what we did around the staff this, uh, this week is I said, had this idea, wanted to bring some folks up. So I went around to all the staff members, and, and then I sent out some texts to some people I know. I said, hey, I need you to name me some people. And I say, who's a fun couple in our church? You know, who comes at the top of your mind? These people right here, okay? And so, Charlie and June, everybody who knows you knows that you guys, uh, you, you like to have fun, and you like to have fun together. Now, this morning during worship practice, your daughter Nicole said the secret to your fun is, is that Charlie lives downstate half, half the week. <laughs> yeah, just, just send your husband to seven, 170 miles away four days a week, and you'll have a blast in your marriage. <laughs> How many ladies will say amen to that? But seriously, yeah, that's one thing. But that, that also can be a lot of challenge. That's challenging. You're, you're apart for half the week, and that's challenging. So you, you have less time to spend together, but there's a lot of still life and responsibility. What are some things that you guys have done over the years to keep fun in your relationship? Go ahead. Well, <laughs> um, and, and like you said, he was gone. It's been 25 years we've been living like this where Charlie went to work on Monday and came home on Thursday. Um, so there were some challenges and missed time, um, but Thursdays were exciting for our family. Dad's coming home, my husband's coming home, but we still had the responsibilities of life. But a lot of times we let those go. Um, we would just pack up the kids and go camping when we were younger and we made time for date nights, um, made, made each other a priority over um, sometimes the grass and the laundry. We figured out the yard and the house and all that will still be there tomorrow Amen. when we get home. Yeah. You know, it may not look awesome, but we just get together and go places and do things. It, it, it's just 
Yeah, and a lot of times it was hard on Charlie. I mean, we still have trim work in our house that it needed to be done like 20 years ago. <laughs> but hey, June, that's okay. I still have trim work needs done, and Rick doesn't work away. So I mean, <laughs> I, I'd say you all see the dandelions. <laughs> But sometimes you just have to let things go. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. We're real good at that. <laughs> we are very good at that. Yeah. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to end your life knowing that you took better care of your spouse than your yard? Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. definitely. So um, we're not going to keep everybody long today, but I, I would maybe pose this to, to both of you all because you did have kids in the house. Um, we love children here, and we, we make that a point to say that over and over again. Children are not a burden. They are a blessing. But children do not know boundaries, okay? And you could be dragging. You could be tired. You could be exhausted. You haven't slept in three days, and your kid will wake you up at 3 in the morning and say, Could I have some water? <laughs> like you're 13, get your own water, right? <laughs> Kids don't know boundaries. So how, how were you intentional about at times, looking at your kids saying, I love you, but for right now, we're going to go have some fun without you. Rick and Sharon, got any ideas? <laughs> wow. I don't know how they answer that right now. Well, you got a motorcycle, and they couldn't well, ride on it, the motorcycle. Well, that's true. That is yes, true. Yes, they did. When they were little, I had a motorcycle, and so did and, he. And we took him with us. I, I took Jeremy, who was the smallest of the two. Rick took our oldest, Rick. And we would go riding. Well, <clears throat> that worked out real well. Jeremy was about five, I'm going to say. And I only had a little 100 Honda. Well, he had his little hands around my waist, right? I could feel his little hands going away yeah. from my... He was going to sleep. Wow. Mm. So, like, Patty they, does they did go with us. Patty, yeah, Patty does, does that. Yeah, Patty when does. I hear a helmet smack me in the back of the head... <laughs> I slap her on the thighs. Wake up, Patty. Wake up. I know a lot of times we put the kids to bed early. Okay. Real early. <laughs> Depending on how the day went. But, you know, you just had to make time. And a lot of times it was a blessing to take the kids and go, you know. But uh, We did kind of have date. We were really fortunate. My mother was probably the best caretaker. She was a godly woman. She loved my kids as much as I did. And so if we needed to go somewhere or go out or, you know, just get away, she would either come to my house or I would take the boys to her and she would watch the kids. We never had to worry because we knew that she loved them as much as we did. So we could take that time. And when we come back, they were like, oh, you're back, yeah. you know, because they yeah. loved grandma. Grandma yeah. was great. In the early years of Patty and I's marriage, um, I think we felt guilty about spending time away from the kids. Um, did, did you guys ever deal with that? Yeah, for about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that no. was for him. Now, and then we'd get home and we'd say, man, why'd we rush home? <laughs> the, the, the best thing you can do if you have family close or you have close <clears throat> friends is take them up on the offer that you almost always yeah. get to, let me watch the kids tonight so you guys can go get a bite to eat or do something or go here or go there because it's worth its weight in gold. The time you yeah. get to spend together, you know, with each other without having to worry about what's going on tomorrow or in 15 minutes or later on. And you come back refreshed, so you have more to give them yeah. because you, you're a little refreshed. 
Yeah. Don't you we think never... it helps the kids too? Oh, I yes. do. I think yeah. it's good yeah. for the children to be away from the parents a little too. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, 50 years and what did you say? 20? 26. Going 26. on 26. Don't fight about this. <laughs> I said 26. <laughs> any uh, any uh, departing words of wisdom that you, that you want to share? One thing I want to bring up. 50 years ago, probably today it could be, we were married, but our favorite spot was on this property. And it was when 219 Drive-In was here, and it was in the middle of the parking, upper parking lot, in the middle row on Friday nights. We'd have date night. What would happen? On well, we still do that on Friday <laughs> nights. You can see us parked in the middle of the parking lot. But, at church. Uh, they, don't ask Friday us what night, goes on. right out here in but the parking lot at church. that's where the fun's at. <laughs> the wheels I can't can clean off of that thing. <laughs> We're going right. to be doing some editing on this podcast. Wow, I'm embarrassed. I'm going to ask my beautiful wife to come up, and she's going to close us in prayer and, and uh, have a, a final announcement. Uh, so uh, thanks, uh, Rick, for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> That's awesome. So Would you give doing... these two couples a hand for sharing their their wisdom, their wisdom with us? <laughs>